With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the program. Great to have your company on Dwayne's World. Looking forward to your company next week and the week after as well at the Australian Open. We're broadcasting live from the Australian Open next week. So make sure you join us on Monday at midday. Brett Phillips is going to be part of the coverage. Always has been part of the coverage. We're covering uh, everything that's happening during the day and the night sessions that Brett will be calling. So it's going to be a huge couple of weeks for the man who never gets any sleep. And he's been good enough to uh, join us today because... Uh, there's men's qualifying and women's qualifying action at the moment happening. I think Max Purcell has won through. So uh, heaps still going on, even though it doesn't feel like it started yet. Uh, BP, welcome to the program. Great to have you back. Yeah, thank you, Dwayne. Uh, certainly, yeah, plenty, uh, plenty happening. Uh, Fanasi Kokonakis in Adelaide. Could he go back-to-back? Uh, I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I'm sort of in between, Dwayne, but I love when he's winning. And uh, firing down 22 aces as he did uh, last night as he tries to take that next step. And, yeah, Qualies, um, Kyrgios v Djokovic uh, tonight. I do like sort of the Friday, Saturday before uh, a major because there's a little, little bit of calmness around before we really uh, heat up on Monday. So it'll be an interesting exhibition tonight between Djokovic and Kyrgios, they are scheduled to meet each other in a quarterfinal if they both get that far. So uh, how serious will tonight be, do you think? Well, that could depend on Novak's uh, hamstring. We're not hearing anything additional at, at this stage as to where that's at. And, you know, is there the possibility of him uh, being a late withdrawal tonight? Uh, you know, there's, there's uh, I suppose, plenty to think about there. And, you know, I'm sure if there's any doubt whatsoever... Um, he he won't be playing a practice match, but well, let's uh, let's just uh, go with the fact that it's on, and you know they're going to be raising some good money uh, live on television. Oh, we're, we've come a long way, Dwayne. We're putting a practice match live on TV ahead of uh, the Australian Open. Uh, quite extraordinary. Um, you feel like the tournament's already started, but yeah, I think Nick. Uh, just my observation of him yesterday. I know he was doing a little uh, piece, you know, with the South East, South Melbourne Phoenix and uh, having a little hit out on court, but he does seem to have the game face on. And, you know, his draw uh, is is interesting. I, I think, you know, certainly a Roman Sapulin, he should be able to get past in the first round, either a Hyundai or a, a Gasquet in the next round. And, you know, we'll just see how things pan from there. Holger Rune possibly is round three, the young boy from Denmark. So... We'll go one game at a time, see how he looks uh, tonight, uh, fitness-wise, and and uh, start to cast our mind to Monday. And he is such a divisive character. We've talked about it over and over again. And here he is tonight just for the kindness of doing something for the charity is is a nice thing that Nick Kyrgios is doing. Yeah, look, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I read a piece that Will Swanton uh, wrote a couple of days ago where he absolutely tore strips off uh, Nick Carrier. And, you know, it just depends where you sit and what lens you see it from and whether you think he's good or bad. Uh, and we never know the person fully, do we? We don't operate in his world. We're trying to no. analyse and, and pull him apart. 
Um, you know, there's obviously the ongoing rumblings with Leighton and Tennis Australia and not feeling the love here, and he's uh, having a crack at every media outlet who are trying to bring him down. So, yeah, there's always uh, plenty going on. But, you know, I, I just love the aesthetics of a tennis court, the tennis match. And if he just focuses on what he does best, then anything could happen uh, over the next uh, fortnight. And, you know, we are clinging on, aren't we, as Australians? We're clinging on after Ash won last year. And any time we get to this stage of the year, we want our Aussies to do well. And he's the one genuine hope that could, you know, if everything sort of came together, could actually go through and win seven matches. There's still the doubt that he's the one who's capable more than any other Aussie. And no Ash Barty, it's an interesting point that has been made by a couple of journos in, in the lead-up. It does feel like there's there's a hole that's unfillable. That's what Ash Barty gave us. Yeah, she did, and she did it in her own sort of you know humble humble way. I mean, she was never had necessarily the the presence of a you know or the powerful presence of a Serena, uh, but she had this sort of surety about her, and, and everyone does miss her game style because her game style was just so good to watch and. You know, some try to emulate it, but a lot of the girls are very drilled, just uh, hit a lot of balls and and uh, try and, you know, belt it a little harder than what the opposition players doing at the other end. Uh, a lot sort of lack a bit of that variety and creativity uh, out on the court. So we, we miss that uh, probably more than anything. And, and that's why uh, it, it's harder sort of to predict the women. If, if Igor Sviontek has one off day because she is the front-runner and deserves favouritism. If she does have one-off day and, and doesn't all go right, as it did at the United Cup, then suddenly the conversation turns to, you know, maybe five or ten. Although I do like Coco Goff, uh, Dwayne. She won Auckland. We think of her as this sort of seasoned player now, and she's still only 18 years of age, but I feel like she's ready to strike to maybe, you know, make a couple of major finals, maybe even pinch one uh, this year. Uh, because, you know, of the maturity that she plays with beyond her years. And, um, yeah, I mean, the rest, uh, <laughs> I don't have the, the, the greatest confidence. Even though it's inside the top ten, it might come from outside the top ten that someone, you know, makes a final this year on the women's side. And on the men's side, Novak's the favourite, but he's seeded four. Um, no one really expecting the Dale to win, but he's seeded one. So how, how are you reading all that? Well, I'm looking at Nadal's draw, and he takes on a, a big Brit in, in Jack Draper, who's playing in the semi-finals in Adelaide today. Now, I'm a huge fan of this guy. Uh, he's he's come from nowhere, outside the top 200 to 40 in the world. He's built like an ox, Dwayne. He serves big mm. thunderbolts. I love the fact he comes into the net as well. When you're coming in with that size, your presence is pretty huge. And he made his second to a semi-final in his career yesterday. So I don't think Nadal would enjoy playing Jack. And then if he won that, uh, Nadal, he would play likely Brandon Nakashima, who won the next-gen uh, ATP finals at the back end of last year for the best 21 and under. So he's a young star, the American on the rise. So that's that's not an easy uh, passage from Nadal. But he seems to have trained pretty well this week. He's feeling good. Um, and, you know, every time we ride him off, he, he rises to the occasion. So, uh, you know, and if it got through to a... You know, I think it's the earliest, what, semi-final that he and Djokovic could meet. I mean, you've got to back in Novak. But, you know, Novak carrying an issue into a Grand Slam is something we have never really seen. We've seen him get niggles during a major and look like he's maybe going to retire and he gets himself together. Uh, but this is a little bit different, these circumstances. So you mentioned Nick plays Roman Safalin. 
should get through that. I think Tanasi's got Fabio Fanini as well. He's in some pretty good yep. form. Um, what John Millman has, uh, Mark Andrea Hustler. So we've got a few guys that are, you know, in reasonable form as well as Alex Deminor. Yeah, well, none of the none of the, none of our men have drawn a seed, which is which is terrific. Mm. Um, yeah, it doesn't guarantee you, but you know th- these ones who come through qualifying, we've drawn a few qualifiers. Uh, they, they're hungry. Uh, they, they've played three matches, which means that they're they're in the groove. They've been hitting a lot of balls, and and, and you know qualifiers at the Australian Open have actually had a, a pretty good record. Remember, Aslan Karatsev about three years ago, you know, steamrolled his way through to a semi final. So. Anything can happen, but yeah, it's the second round matchup, so maybe there's a few tricky ones there for the Aussies. Uh, a demon or whose own expectations now are to certainly, you know, be second week at the majors. Uh, he looks, you know, pretty sound until you know that possible fourth round with Djokovic. So, what's going to be the the other story outside of the tennis? BP uh, is it crowd behaviour? Is it the grunting decibel level? Will it be the heat policy because it's going to hit 38? couple of days in a row. What are we going to be talking about on the periphery? Well, I think it is the crowd stuff. I mean, there is a little bit of the unknown, isn't there? Just, you know, the overall reaction to Novak, is there going to be a disruptor or a disruption of sorts? We just don't know. I mean, no doubt TA will have lots of things going on in around that to um, to monitor and to make sure the environment is as good as it can be. We saw that, you know, Kyrgios and Kokonakis brought a certain type of crowd to the tennis last year. Some liked it, others, it wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I, I just think um, crowds that come to the tennis, I mean, it is a festival, it's an event. Uh, we don't have the um, the stringent sort of uh, atmosphere of, well, you know, not stringent is not quite the word, but that atmosphere, a Wimbledon atmosphere, it's very different. Um, but there's also going to be a lot of respect, you know, for the environment you and these are professionals who are, you know, coming to uh, coming to work. And I think people need to be aware of that when they're, going to the tennis so I, I think the crowd will be interesting because I thought it, yeah, it just lost its way a little bit last year for mine Do they boo overseas as much as we tend to boo here in Australia? Yeah, well, the French can get uh, the French get on you at uh, Roland Garros let me tell you, um, having yeah, having been there if they don't like your behaviour they'll, uh, <laughs> they'll turn on you pretty quick and get the whistles going and uh, I love the French Open. I love the atmosphere of the outside courts. Uh, so, yeah, and the US, I mean, New York, well, quite frankly, Dwayne, I mean, New York is a bit out of control <laughs> with Arthur Ashe, 23,000 people. And, yeah, it's almost like a party inside there and there's a tennis match going on. So maybe maybe the players are a little bit precious sometimes, you know, with noise and when there's movement in the crowd, uh, that they're just going to, you know, get on with the business because we see it with other sports, you know, that... That noise uh, decibel level is just constant. BP, I know you got to go. I really appreciate you joining me. I know you got a busy schedule as well. We'll uh, talk to you next week live at the AO when we broadcast on Monday. Thanks for your time. Pleasure. Thank you, Dwayne. The one and only voice of tennis, Brett Phillips, who's going to be doing some work for Nine and doing some on-court work and some work for us, which is brilliant. We'll take a break. You're with Dwayne's World. Great to have your company.